Hey guys, today I'm going to talk to you about a really important topic in the world today, and that is empathy. We're going to talk about how I struggle with a little bit, <laughs> what empathy actually is, why it's so important, not just in your personal life, but also in your professional. And then most importantly, we're going to talk about how can you get better at being empathetic. And the good news is, guys, that research has shown that you can get significantly better at empathy if you practice and you work hard at it and you take the right steps. So we're going to talk about just exactly what are those steps that you should be taking. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Art of Communication, where entrepreneurs learn to grow their business more effectively through mastering their ability to connect to others. Whether you're looking to increase revenue, widen your network, or just getting others to buy into your vision, we'll help you dramatically transform your business and life by communicating more effectively, improving your leadership skills, and reinvesting time back into your family. You're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and your life. So let's start the conversation with your host, Greg Rice. Hey guys, today I want to talk about a really important topic, especially in today's society, empathy. So it's funny, whenever my wife and I are having long-term tension, right, and we've been arguing and and fighting and, and there's been a lot of challenging situations, whenever we eventually sit down to have a good conversation about it, and, and we always do eventually, I always tend to learn that there's something going on that I had no inkling of that wasn't even on my radar, right? A quick example, a while back, there was a lot of tension between us and it was getting worse. She was increasingly frustrated with me and, you know, responding in in angry ways. And I didn't understand why. And it went on for a while. And we finally had that conversation. And what she told me was that I was working way too much. I wasn't home enough to support her and the kids. And in fact, we had just adopted two new kids to go along with our first two kids. And she felt like she was kind of fighting that fight on her own. And I wasn't home enough. So I was able to adjust my work schedule, actually find a new job and be home more with my family. And that that certainly helped. But the thing is that I should have seen it a lot sooner, right? I should have paid attention to how she was interacting with the children. I should have looked at her facial expressions when she was correcting them. I should have listened to her tonality when I was calling her to say, hey, hon, I got to work again. I got to work late again tonight, so I'm not going to be home. Right? By doing those things, I could have put myself in her shoes and understood her perspective a lot more effectively and saved us all some heartache. So what is being empathetic? Being empathetic is having the ability to understand and share the feelings of another person, having the ability to put yourself in their shoes and relate and understand to their situation and respond in an appropriate way. I think we can all agree that we need more of it in the world today, given what's going on with our society. In fact, they did a recent research study among college students, and this is something they've been doing for a long time now. And what they found is that empathy among college students has fallen 40% over the last 30 years, much of that happening in just the last 10 years. And I'm no better, right? It's something I struggle with personally, as I mentioned before, but also professionally. I can tell you that early in my management career, when direct reports would kind of tell me something like, hey, that's hard, or, you know, um, I I can't do this. I I never liked somebody telling me they couldn't do something. I'm very solutions oriented, but I wouldn't handle it the right way, right? I might get angry or frustrated or short or just do it myself. And that really hurt my relationship but also hurt what I was able to accomplish with my team. And when I got a review from my managers that said that some folks saw me as condescending, it was a real wake-up call for me because I certainly didn't see myself that way. And it's certainly not how I wanted to come across. So I had to really adjust the way I worked with the folks that I managed. So empathy involves understanding the emotions of other people and feeling that emotion as your own and responding appropriately. 
It really happens in the mirror neurons of our brain, and everybody is capable of it, right? Most of us learn how to do it as children from watching the folks around us, the parents and our loved ones, and how they deal with other people. Now, like any other skill, people have different aptitudes for empathy, right? But the good news is that research has shown that we can all get better at it. By taking the right steps and the right approaches and practices, we can all improve our empathy and get better. And it can be a lot of hard work, but it's certainly worth it if you're in a leadership position. So what are the ways that we can get better at empathy? Well, the first one is really a step that I recommend for a lot of listening and communication skills. That's starting by doing some internal reflection, right? Doing some mindfulness, seeing what's coming up in your own mind and learning how to clear that space to just be open and pay attention to what's going on in the world. Grabbing a journal, thinking about a recent conversation you had and what was going on in your own head within that conversation. How much were you really paying attention? to that other person, and how much were you thinking about what you were going to do that night, or how you were right and they were wrong, right? Then in that journal, put yourself in their shoes. Think about their experience in the situation of talking to you and how you would have responded. Think about the challenges that they're facing and how you might try to get over them, and that may put you in a better place to be able to help them. Putting yourself in someone else's shoes is really the key when it comes to empathy. But first, have you guys ever struggled to gain traction driving paid traffic while it seems like your competitors are just having a lot more success? If so, then you're going to love what I put together for you. I mean, how about a free analysis of you versus your top three competitors to gain clarity around what is really working and what isn't and where the opportunities are? Does that sound good? Well, I've partnered with some of the best in the paid traffic business to create inflection marketing. I only partner with the best. No one has more experience. These guys have been doing it since 2001, and they've been helping companies win paid traffic across all channels, including Google, Microsoft, and Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Amazon. And here's the best part. For anyone who sets up a consultation appointment, we'll provide you with a free competitive analysis comparing your pay-per-click advertising versus your competitors, looking at things like messaging, keywords, volume, and cost per click. And there's no obligation for this. It'll give you the foundation that you need to succeed, whether you decide to work with us or not. So to learn more about how we can help you take your digital marketing game to the next level and drive a true inflection in your paid traffic, as well as get your complimentary competitive analysis, go to gregjrice.com backslash inflection. That's gregjrice.com backslash inflection to schedule a quick discussion to see if there may be a fit here or not. So with that, let's dive into our interview. The first step when you're conversating with somebody to think about empathy is looking for signs that emotion is being experienced, right? I alluded to those before, but looking at facial expression, posture, size, tone of voice, how they are presenting themselves to you can tell you a lot about if this is something that weighs on them heavily or maybe it's not that big a deal. And when you start to see that emotion, don't jump ahead. Don't brush it off and say, relax. Don't try to solve the problem immediately, right? It's a process. You have to connect with the feelings and then move them forward through the process to whatever that solution might be. So ask them, right? How does that make you feel? How are you feeling about that? Don't say, ah, it's not a big deal. Here's why, right? Get into their feelings. Understand why they're frustrated. What about it is frustrating them the most? What the biggest issue is and then get them talking about what they can do about it and how they can solve the problem. Another important tip is to mirror their state, right? This isn't about mirroring their body movements and crossing your arms when their arms are crossed or anything like that. This is more about 
from an emotional perspective, right? If they're seeming emotionally overwhelmed, you shouldn't be coming at them like in a quick and witty and excited way, right? You have to mirror how they're feeling, come to where they're at, and then help them get to a better place. Another really important tip is to not judge. Don't make assumptions. I find myself always making assumptions around why people are acting the way that they are, why they treated me the way that they did or said the thing that they said. And when I dig into it a bit more, I almost always find that I am wrong, right? We are very bad at guessing why other people do the things that they do. So don't make assumptions. Don't judge. Ask good questions instead and show them that you care about them and that you want to get to the bottom of whatever it is that they're struggling with. I also want to talk about some broader ways to develop empathy within your life, right? Journaling, mindfulness can both be good. A really interesting point, I think, is talking to new people, right? People who are different than you, people you don't normally talk to. Maybe it's talking to a homeless guy. I can tell you that I spent some time volunteering, serving breakfast in a soup kitchen at a homeless shelter. And next to me that working with me were were also men who were going through some addiction recovery challenges. So through that experience, I got so many new perspectives to understand the world that they're living in and what they're struggling with, right? So by doing that, you just open your mind up to a whole new world, and it really helps you understand people at a much deeper level. Another example is following people on social media who are different than you, who have different beliefs and different backgrounds and a different perspective, because you can just learn a lot about who they are and why they think the way that they do, Um, because at the end of the day, they're just people just like you are. One that might be a little bit harder for some, try attending different places of worship, right? Maybe go to a synagogue or a mosque, a different Christian religion, maybe. Or if you've never been to church, try going to church and, and, you know, see what the worship experience is like for them. And you can learn a lot about what's important to them. Traveling is so key. I feel like it's key for every communication tip that I talk about. But I can tell you when I traveled to Guatemala and saw the poverty there when we adopted our children and talked to the people there and realized Uh, the passion and love that they had. It, it again, really opened my eyes to how a whole world of people live that I really didn't have a lot of perspective around. Going to China, same thing, right? Uh, Just blown away by what you can learn about people by traveling and doing a little bit to understand their culture. Another great tip that I love is reading books, both fiction and nonfiction. It's interesting that people who read a lot of fiction have significantly performed better on empathy tests. Right. So and I think that makes a lot of sense, because when you read, especially fiction, you really get into the character's head. You understand how they think and how they feel and how they're overcoming the challenges that they're facing. Um, And when you can read books about people who are different than yourself and written by authors who are different than you, you can gain a lot of perspective about how they think both differently, but also similarly as you do. Biographies and history are also great ways to get a broader perspective and have more empathy for folks. I, for one, love biographies. And I learn a ton about, obviously, history, but also about how people who are different than me react to the world. I can tell you when I was in high school, a book that actually really moved me was a biography of Malcolm X. My mom worked as a librarian. I had to spend time at the library after school. I just picked it up one day. And I think that was about the time the movie was out. And I started reading it, and I was really taken into it. It was really, really powerful for me to see a world that I knew nothing about as, uh, you know, growing up Catholic in a predominantly white neighborhood. So reading books can be really powerful. And things like podcasts and documentaries and movies about topics that don't align with what you usually watch can also be really powerful. 
So the key takeaway today, though, is to take some time as you're talking to the folks who you lead or your family or your friends and assess what's going on in your head when you're talking to them, how much empathy you're having, and think about ways that you could do a better job getting in their shoes and you're going to find that you're going to connect with them much more effectively. Don't let the momentum stop now. Continue your path towards connecting at another level by joining the Communication Nation. We'll be discussing today's topics as well as more real-world solutions to transforming your life personally and professionally at facebook.com slash groups slash join the Communication Nation. Remember, you're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and life. And that conversation starts right here on The Art of Communication.